Hello everyone, and welcome to another episode of One in Ones. Today, we're meeting Young Reezy, aka Alyssa Resendez, aka Young Reezy, a lovely jazzy lady who loves all things jazz and smiling, and making you feel happy and smiley as well. She's one of our younger team members at Cat and Cloud, yet that doesn't stop her from having such a big heart, and she just came back from an origin trip. You're gonna like what you hear, I promise you. Here we go. That was pretty sick. Yo, my name's Alyssa, and I'm here to say I work in Cat and Cloud, not every day, only on the weekends, cause I have school. Yeah, I'm really cool, and I study music. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be here all day, guys. All day. But only until 3.30, because that's when I have class. Yeah, actually. <laughs> so, you already heard her. We know who you are. The people don't know who you are. Sitting with us is the one and only Young Reezy. You might have heard her name drop a few times. However, Young Reezy, what, that's your superhero name. Yes. What's, what's your real name? My real name is Alyssa. Do we do last names, too? Heck yeah. My name is Alyssa Resendez, everybody. Yeah, yeah. Sick. Yeah, also known as Young Reezy or simply Reezy. Reezy. Young Jazzy. Jazzy as well, yeah. Jazzy Reezy. Jazzy. (laughs) Resident Jazzy girl. (laughs) Yeah, that's my name in base camp. (laughs) (laughs) So sick. Um, Young Reezy, where did you grow up? Tell us... Where did you grow up? So I was born in Kansas. I was born in a tiny town called Salina in the very middle of Kansas. Mm -hmm. Um, Not the sickest place ever. (laughs) So when I was about four, my family, we moved to Santa Cruz. And so I've been here ever since I was four or five. So, I mean, technically I grew up here, but I was born in Kansas. Okay. Um, And I lived in a multitude of places from like scotts valley to live oak to santa cruz and the longest i've been is in aptos so nice all around the county all around the county in kansas yeah i don't think we're kansas anymore i was actually dorothy my first halloween here in Nuh-uh. kindergarten mm-hmm. it was really cute Did my you have mom pigtails and everything yeah 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 my mom Aww. made my shoes and everything oh <laughs> shout out rosa we love you Ooh. Love you, boo boo. <laughs> also, um, other Reezy, what's up? We also love you too. Thanks for coming in and getting the spros. All the Reezys. All the Reezys. Little Luna, love that one too. Wild Luna. She wild. True. Truth. <laughs> Truth. <laughs> <laughs> um, what is like a really fond memory you have, like as a child? Hmm. You know, like yesterday. Because <laughs> how old are you, Reezy? Uh, I'm 18. I turned 18 in July. Woo! 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 Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> January, February, March, April, May, Jason, Derulo. <laughs> uh, Shakira, Shakira. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Um... I guess. So the first thing that came to my mind uh, was in kindergarten, we, in my class, we had these things called, um, like reading caterpillars. And so Mm -hmm. every book that you finished, 
you'd add like a little body to your caterpillar and it would go around the room mm-hmm. and um so you know everyone's caterpillar is you know like pretty decently sized and then my caterpillar ended up stretching like two to three times around the room with the amount of books that I read <laughs> oh, man. and it was always like to this day it's something that my dad will be like yeah kindergarten she read a lot <laughs> um <laughs> so I remember that um I remember in Kansas I had this pet bunny named mm-hmm. Gary mm-hmm. um and he was really cute and I have pictures of me feeding him through the cage and stuff and then we when we came to california one uh one winter to like check out houses and stuff just to visit Mm -hmm. we left him at home obviously because we're not going to bring our bunny on a cross-country road trip Mm -hmm. and we didn't leave the heater on and that was the end of gary oh rip (sighs) rip gary yeah he was named after the snail in uh spongebob R.I.P. Spongebob creator, too. All the all the good boys. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> dope, dope. Do you still like to read a lot? Or has that ship sailed? No, I really do enjoy reading. It's just I don't have a lot of time to do it anymore. In between, like, school and, like, practicing and working. Mm-hmm. Um, and I also just haven't really found a book that I've been crazy about in a while. Mm-hmm. Like I really enjoy reading fiction mostly. And I know that people are like, Oh, I don't read fiction books. Like that's childish. Only nonfiction. Yeah. I'm here to learn. Um, but I don't know. I think books are a really cool way, like another way of escaping reality. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I've been wanting to read like ready player one and stuff. Cause I saw the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I do enjoy reading. I just don't have a lot of time to do it. I have been listening to audiobooks though. Ooh. So I hear that's the way to go. Especially like now especially as a student, like there's a lot that you have to do within school and your classes and you would love to like just read for pleasure. Mm-hmm. But you don't necessarily like have the time. So audiobooks are the way to go. Yeah, I like to listen while I like walk to school and stuff. Nice. I've been I've never really read a lot of contemporary or like sci-fi things but I've been really into sci-fi books and one book that has been recommended to me because a lot of people have seen that I've been reading Dune Mm. and a lot of people are like you should uh, read Ender's Game Ooh yeah yeah and like I think you'll like it if you are reading this kind of stuff that one's really good it's just very long oh I'm down so I'm not in school anymore, so I got all the time <laughs> in the world. But that's can't, so can't real. Relate. Yeah, that's so real. Like, being a student is hard sometimes, man. But also, so, the, my, my youth. It's fun. Simpler times. What are you studying? I am currently going to a community college in town, and I am studying music, just in general, because there's no, like, variations on a music degree at Caprio so I'm studying mu- uh, just straight music but I intend on transferring for either performance or music education dope yeah dope. Um, I want to teach like elementary school music mm-hmm. um, and so I either want to do like performance focusing on jazz voice and then get my credentials later or do music education but the only problem with that is that not a lot of schools 
um, let you use your primary instrument as jazz voice. They only allow classical voice, mm-hmm. which I'm not very into. Mm-hmm. And I would hate my life <laughs> if I had to sing like arias mm-hmm. and like opera for two years. Mm-hmm. <sighs> oh, <laughs> sigh. Deep sigh. <laughs> but yeah, it's really fun. Um, I'm almost done with my first semester of Woo! college life. Uh, We're so proud. Thank you. Oh Alyssa's God. graduating. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> In like two years. <laughs> She's I'm, almost I'm there. On path. Yeah. What? I remember I a while ago I asked you this, and you had mentioned that someone who inspired you to like study music mm-hmm. and like become a teacher is one of your old music teachers. Mm-hmm. Uh. I forget her name or like the more of the story about yeah. that. But her name is Miss Bach. Um, she still teaches at my elementary school at Soquel Elementary. And I actually go help her out once a week um, after my class. And so I'm getting like unofficial classroom experience. And it's super cool. Basically, I just read a bunch of books to kids. Um, I play their games with them. But uh Yeah, I learned how to read music in elementary school because of her, like playing the recorder and guitar and stuff, easy little things like that. Um, But I never really realized how much that helped me later on with my music until like I'm in college now and I see my friends who struggle with like reading music and theory and stuff like that, where I'm like privileged enough to have gone to a school that had music every day. And so I was able to experience that. And I definitely think that if I didn't go to that school, I wouldn't be like on the path that I am now. Mm -hmm. And so it's just wild to think about that, how like someone can have such an impact on you very early in your life. Mm -hmm. And so I kind of just want to be that for other little kids. Nice. Yeah. I also just really enjoy little kids. Yeah. (laughs) dude, Little kids are the best. They're so cute. Some people, like, they get really freaked out by little kids. They get so attached very quickly. Yeah. I've literally only been going since the beginning of the semester to this elementary school. They call me Miss Alyssa. I, like, walk in, and they're like, Miss Alyssa! And, like, all the girls hug me, and, like, they won't won't let go of me when they have to go back to class. Like, okay, guys. Dude, kids are the best. And I totally get why people get so, like, awkward around kids. Mm-hmm. They're so fragile, but <laughs> <laughs> but like I don't know. I feel like some of these people who aren't I don't know like cool with kids mm-hmm. tend to be like really big on like pets and like dogs and cats, <laughs> which is totally chill. Yeah, because like <laughs> no, it's not a bad thing. Because I I love dogs. Yeah, I'm not a fan of cats. Mm just because i'm allergic yeah same yeah like i you cats y'all are cute i would love to pet a cat yeah same but i would also love to breathe yeah and like not look like i'm i've been crying yeah as soon as i touch a cat and then i touch my (laughs) face i'm like oh here we go (laughs) and like i feel sleepy and can't breathe and everything's itchy yeah y'all cute so ironically, I worked for a place called Cat, Cat Cloud. Cloud. <laughs> oh my god, I love when people come into the cafe and they're like, "Oh, like, do you love cats?" And I'm like, "Oh, I'm a dog person. I'm actually allergic to cats." And we just have this awkward moment, and they're like, 
okay, cool. Yeah. <laughs> Are you guys a cat cafe? I'm like, no, I hope not. Cause I'd be <laughs> dead. Right now. Oh my God. Uh, yeah. We're but a cloud cafe. Actually. We're a clown cafe. <laughs> this is actually clown school. The facade is that we serve coffee and it just so happens that the coffee turned out amazing. <laughs> Surprise. We pranked you. <laughs> um, so little kids teaching Miss Bach. Yes. Shout out Miss Bach. Shout out to you, man. Uh, have there been any other inspirational people in your life? Perhaps. Oh, for outside sure. of music or just in life in general. Um, I would say like not to be cliche, but obviously my parents are huge inspirations for me. Um, like my mom, she, I guess, uh, so a little bit more backstory on this is mm-hmm. that my parents are both very young mm-hmm. and they had me when they were 15 and 16. Mm-hmm. And so that was a little wild and it's just very inspirational to hear their story and how they're still together. And, um, my mom has been going to college since I was born. Mm-hmm. So I'm 18 and she's in her junior year of San Jose state currently. Yay. Once again, love you, boo boo. <laughs> um, but yeah, she's studying music. Um, she plays viola and violin and she wants to open up her own string studio for, um, underprivileged kids to teach strings and stuff which i think is super cool and my mom has always been like a constant um supporter of all my music things so Mm -hmm. like coming to every concert driving me to rehearsal stuff like that Mm -hmm. um and then my dad of course he i used to play sports and my dad really knew nothing about sports Mm -hmm. but he he learned that he could cheer me on and like talk to me about it and stuff Mm. um which was super sweet And then when I stopped playing sports, he became a huge supporter in my music, like coming to every concert. Um, So, yeah, I just think my parents, the support that they show me no matter what I do is super inspiring. Mm -hmm. And it just makes me it makes me feel like I can do anything Mm -hmm. because they're always going to like be behind me, which is super cute. Yeah, (laughs) that's so sick. And I mean, I'm going to sound biased because I know your parents and I've been around them for a while now, but your parents are super awesome. And yeah, it's, they're super approachable, super welcoming, really kind, really funny. And like, (laughs) I think they're hilarious. And then like when I see, like I see your squad and it's your dad, your mom, Luna, and you guys walk into Abbott Square or Portola. And it literally makes my day. It's just <laughs> so cute. I see you guys just like trickle or like walk out of like your car. Yeah. And I'm just like, oh, snap. The party has arrived. <laughs> we have to turn up the music <laughs> and oh all this God. stuff. Luda comes in and then she like automatically, one, <clears throat> wants a cup of whipped cream. Yes. And then she wants a hug. <laughs> Which is sick. It's yeah. fine. It's all right. I get it. Yeah. But... That's super awesome because I don't know. I think a lot of people think it's cheesy or whatever to like name their parents as inspirational people. Mm-hmm. But, you know, not a lot of people grew up with like super supportive or like a tight bond with their family. Yeah. Despite any circumstance. Mm-hmm. And I think I think that's really cool. And it's a a way to like. 
I don't know, show respect and love and gratitude to your parents. Just be like, yo, you guys are my parents. And I mean, I guess sometimes you guys are weird and like (laughs) very parental and all. Yeah. But I really appreciate and love you guys. But don't make me say anymore. (laughs) That's it. That is all you're loving your parents. It's not a, it's, it's not a cool thing. Okay. (laughs) I'm out here trying to be cool. (laughs) Yeah. But yeah. Parents are dope. Thanks for birth. Way to go. Mom and dad. Yeah. Same mom and dad. (laughs) Woo. Yay. Mom. And dad. Dad. Luna. Luna's cool too. Oh yeah. Luna. uh, Oh yeah. And my other siblings too. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. They're, they're dope. But I'm, I'm the better one. Moving on. <laughs> oh, be careful there. <coughs> wow. I was la- drinking tea and laughed at the same time. <laughs> you're going you're gonna to be fine. I'm crying. No, don't cry. <laughs> parents are so inspirational. Oh, my gosh. Do these have Vicks in them? Yeah. Wow. Oh, yeah. See, okay, here's the thing about my mom. Okay, let's talk about... Did she rub Vicks on you when you were sick? Yes. My mom to this day will sneak into my room when i'm sick and rub vicks on me see okay your mom's hispanic right yes it's a hispanic thing 100 percent. yeah totally yeah. vicks fixes everything yeah my grandma um, is like you're sick vicks yeah yeah um it's it's very much a hispanic thing my <laughs> sister would have like a sty in her eye or some sort of swelling around her eye and my mom be like put vicks on it but she'd be like ponte vicks <laughs> Miha, miha, the weeks. And then I remember, I also remember being sick, and my mom would rub vapor rub on your chest, on my chest. Yes. And then so it wouldn't get on my clothes. She'd put, I remember specifically, a paper towel. And if you've ever had vapor rub and a paper towel, like the brawny, like the brawny. paper towels, <laughs> yeah, yeah, like just slapped on your chest, and then like also like turn around, and then she puts it on your back, and then you're wearing a shirt, and it's like midnight. And you're all you're trying to do is sleep and yeah. survive because you're ten. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just like, this is the is this what I'm gonna do when I'm a mom? I sure hope not. Midnight thoughts. It's probably not because <laughs> paper towels are out of fashion. It's not good for environment. Nope. So I also know. That you came back from a trip about two months ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I went in October. The beginning of October. Nice. So, Alyssa, along with our friend, Lucas. Shout out to Lucas. know and love. Hi, Lucas. Hey, boy. I think he is still working right now. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> you're doing great, boo-boo. <laughs> <laughs> so, I, you and Lucas went on an origin trip. To Brazil. Brazil. And um, so for those of you who don't know, they don't speak Spanish there. They speak Portuguese. Did you learn any Portuguese? I learned that obrigada Mm -hmm. is thank you. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, And that's about it. So sick. That's all I learned. I learned how to say thank you. So I was saying thank you to everybody that I talked to. Mm -hmm. Um, And now I say thank you to Natalia from the pizza place. Because oh. she's Brazilian. Oh, I thought she was Italian. Mm-mm. She's oh. Brazilian. Oh, my B. My B. And so she'll order coffee and I'll say, obrigada. Oh, that's so dope. Yeah. But uh, we went to Brazil and it was the sickest time ever. Nice. To say the least. Nice. Uh, we were there for like six, six days. Mm-hmm. And um, 
it was just awesome. I have very little experience in cupping mm-hmm. and um, everybody there was just so much more like, I don't know how to say it, like just in higher positions in their company. And here come me and Lucas and we're like not only 18 and 22, mm-hmm. but we're also baristas who still work on the cafe floor. <laughs> and everyone else is like, oh yeah, I'm the green buyer. I'm the manager. I'm the literal owner of this business. <laughs> yeah. We're like, oh, hi guys. <laughs> we make coffee. <laughs> yeah. Cause everyone's like, oh my God, you're from Cat and Cloud. What do you do? And we're like, we're baristas. They're like, they sent baristas and everyone was just like, oh my God, they trust you guys to do this. So I was like, yeah, how cool is that? (laughs) Yeah. Um, but it was cool. I learned a lot about like varieties, cupping, like seeing farms was really cool. Just like meeting other people in the coffee industry Mm -hmm. was wild. Cause I really only talked to like cat and cloud people, maybe like 11th hour and i don't really know anyone from verve Mm -hmm. so like my relationships within the industry is like very close close knit Mm -hmm. um and so now it's like i know people in new mexico in australia in canada in la Mm -hmm. um and then we were talking about like their cafes versus ours and ideas on like how they run it and stuff like that and it was just a super cool experience all around. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. I I remember my origin trip. It was a little different because I went <laughs> I went I went with my two dads. The two dads, yeah. Yeah. Uh y'all know them, Jerry Truby and Chris Baca. <laughs> <laughs> um and we went to Costa Rica and I remember one of the first people we met was a guy named Dave. Mm-hmm. And he is a roaster from Crank House in the UK. And we're going on the elevator downstairs to go meet everyone. And then he just looks up and he's like, you're Chris and Jared. <laughs> and <laughs> he's like, <laughs> and, uh, you're Chris and Jared. You're Chris and Jared. <laughs> and they're like, he's like, yeah, man. And they're like, yeah, and this is Evelyn. He's like, hi, who are you? And I was like, I'm no one. <laughs> I'm just Evelyn. I make, I'm a barista. I make coffee. Yeah. Um, that was, it was really cool though, but, um, it's super humbling and really nice to meet people from everywhere that do the same thing you do and are there pretty much for the same reasons you are. Yeah. I think it just kind of puts into perspective how big, like the coffee industry is, you know, Mm -hmm. like, I obviously know how much it takes to get from like growing the beans to serving it to somebody in the cafe, Mm -hmm. but actually visiting the farm and like meeting the producers and stuff Mm -hmm. was just insane because like I said this at our team meeting when I presented the origin trip, Mm -hmm. but like holding a coffee cherry in my hand and seeing that in the cherry is only like two beans. It's, it's just like, eye-opening because when you refill hoppers and stuff like maybe you spill a couple of beans here and there and you just kind of push them aside into the trash can but it's like to a producer and like someone literally hand picks those yeah and it just like is not that big of a waste for us Mm -hmm. but it's like that's their life like that's how they're living yeah and it was just very humbling to see all of that and kind of just realize that you're a part of something much bigger Mm-hmm. than just this yeah so. it's something where like 
like before going to an origin trip, um, whether it's through work or in just in general and seeing how the production is made, it's something you comprehend. But once you actually are there and see it and mm. like put a face to this coffee and like meet and shake hands with yeah. this farmer, it's like, like you said, it's really humbling. And then you just feel like you want to tell their story. You want to tell yeah. their story struggle or their triumphs and you want to be like super respectful and now it's like for me it's like i feel responsible and i need Mm. to do this yeah like everyone needs to know who you are because you're over here and i'm over there like we both need each other and it's like i remember i was a little upset because i would think we're we're all just taking coffee for granted we all drink it and like, oh, whatever. This one's good. This one's like, whatever. And we all can make our judgments of it. Yeah. But when you trace it back to the production and you see how long it takes and how like the weather conditions mm. are affected so much by this yeah, and that's like crazy resources, like some people have the resources and some people don't. And it's kind of then I took a step back and said like, why am I like upset? Because <laughs> a lot of people don't get to experience an origin trip. Yeah. A lot of people don't know this. So how can you be upset with them? Mm-hmm. And I think that's where, why Cat and Cloud sends baristas. Totally. Because we could firsthand. Like, it's really cool to be able to serve this coffee. And it's like, hey, this coffee was grow- grown on this farm and I was there. Yeah. And then it's like when people want to buy that coffee, you're like, hey, I met this guy. He's super cool. And it's just like, I don't know, it just takes the personal like connections a step further for sure. Yeah. And at least for me, it like motivated me to learn more about all the coffees that we have. It's like, I want to learn about everybody who's not just like the coffee and like, the processing and like that kind of stuff but like the people who are behind it too yeah yeah because your experience was also a little more different than mine because you guys actually got to buy coffee yeah yeah we brought two coffees home nice nice. um we actually lost the coffee that we wanted to get in the auction Mm -hmm. but the guy who outbid us was kind enough to sell us a bag of it because we absolutely loved it Mm -hmm. so we brought one bag of our favorite coffee and then four bags of um a really close like second favorite coffee Mm -hmm. um so those should be coming to the roastery in like january early or late i can't remember nice so yeah and me and lucas are like you guys have to let us know when those coffees come in. <laughs> We're going to be there when you roast it. We'll be there when you cup it. Like, these are our babies. <laughs> <laughs> we need to know where they are all the time. <laughs> Call us. You have to be home by 1030. <laughs> yeah. Also, too, along with one part that really got me, and I almost like, I'm not going to cry because we're at a staff meeting <laughs> and everyone's going to see me cry and like, heck no, y'all, y'all ain't going to see that. Yeah. Um, is there's a school in the farm or through like the people you guys did mm-hmm. this trip with? Yeah. Like, so it was Cafe a, Imports and someone else. I forget. Cafe Imports and Carmel Coffees. Oh, so right, those are right. the two people who like 
I went on the trip with or the two organizations that like sponsored the trip, I guess you would say. But there is a like after school program called Kriya Carmo. And I would most closely like relate it to the Boys and Girls Club mm-hmm. here because it's like kids go there after school. There's a swimming pool, like basketball courts, soccer fields. Um, and then this past year, they actually started an English class and mm-hmm. there was about 12 kids in it when we went and visited and they brought them all up and we got to ask them like very simple questions and so I remember uh one person asked them like do you drink coffee yet and um it took a bit for the kids to understand but like with the help of our translator and like you know like pantomiming things and stuff they figured it out and um some of them were like ew no I don't (laughs) drink coffee but uh it was definitely super cool to be there and all the kids were so excited to see us and like once again it's just like you're part of something bigger like because we worked with cafe imports who funds this project like we're helping to fund this project and then they also put like a a link to a gofundme where you can donate to it and stuff and one of the guys that we were there with his name's Jeffrey. He owns um, French Truck Cafe. There's one in Louisiana and Nashville. And um, he actually donated a bunch of pairs of shoes to all the kids. So, like, he had contacted the people at Crea Carmo beforehand and been like, I'm going to bring these shoes. You just give me, like, a list of kids who you think most need them and their sizes. Um whether they just like don't have shoes or they they like need some to play soccer with Mm -hmm. so yeah and before he gave the shoes out they were kind of talking about how some of these kids like they really enjoy playing soccer but they'll come out onto the field to watch the kids play soccer and like kids are sharing pairs of shoes and stuff like they only have one shoe on their like kicking foot yeah so it yeah and the kids got, got so excited over a pair of shoes which was also just like, wow, I am so lucky to like be where I am. Um, and I think that was just another humbling thing. So, yeah. It w- to tell you the truth, I almost cried when I was there. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. It's. Yeah. It's. I don't want to use all these words like it's life changing and it's magical and all this stuff because. I don't want to make the experience sound cheap. Yeah. And I wouldn't necessarily say, for me at least, my trip wasn't life-changing necessarily, Mm -hmm. but it was like more so life-enhancing. And I just felt like I had to do something about it or I I just had to go and share with everyone. Yeah. It's just like basically by doing this, like sharing stories and my experience and feelings Mm -hmm. and... It's super awesome, but I'm glad you had fun because I know you had fun too. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I had a lot met of fun. a lot of really dope people. There was this guy. So I didn't tell this story at the presentation. I might've told you while I was working with you, mm-hmm. but there was a guy who was manning the barbecue mm-hmm. every night um, when we had dinner at um, Carmel Coffee's. Mm-hmm. And he, this dude would literally pick meat up off of the grill with his bare hands. Oh my god! Like hot meat with his bare hands. We're like, dude, what is up with this guy? <laughs> He's wild. <laughs> um, anyways, so he also walks with this limp. And we were like, 
what's up with this? So we end up realizing that this guy was bit by a shark and he goes <laughs> oh i remember this yeah he goes back to the beach <laughs> oh, every yeah. weekend to try and find the shark and kill it <laughs> what <laughs> this guy's like and his name was like paolo or something dude freaking paolo is intense god that was a highlight too <laughs> heck yeah <laughs> if you were to somewhat summarize your origin trip what would you want someone who would hear your story or to like get from your experience? Like what's one thing you want people to take away from your experience there? Um, hmm. I think the biggest thing is definitely just like the relationships within coffee to not only like a person who comes to the cafe and just buys coffee every morning like a cup of coffee but building relationships like deeper than that so baristas are aware of like everything that it takes to get the beans into the cafe um i think that was my biggest takeaway as well was just uh an eye-opening experience of that Mm -hmm. so yeah i don't know i just think that was the coolest thing was being able to visit a farm and see that and like stand at like the highest point in this farm and look out and just see all of these coffee shrubs like as far as i could see Mm -hmm. and like literally walk around the farm with the producer who's Mm -hmm. like oh yeah this is my farm here's my house on the farm here's my horses like it was wild yeah i think for sure that nice to backtrack a bit or quite a bit how did you end up at Cat and Cloud? So we, you went on this fantastic trip. Yeah. But you've been at Cat and Cloud now for... A year and a half. year and a half. How did Something you, like that. How did you get here? Well, um, the story starts with my dad. Um, <laughs> so my dad has been pretty good friends with Chris Baca for a while. We used to live where Chris currently resides. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we met Chris when he worked at Verve mm-hmm. and when the Verve roastery was where Penny Ice Creamery is on mm-hmm. 41st. Mm-hmm. So Chris would take us into the roastery and be like, look at this, look at this, look at all of this. And so I remember like going to the roastery with Chris when I was probably like 10. Like I've known Chris for that long. <laughs> um, and then we just became family friends with Jared too, because, Mm -hmm. um, Brittany and my mom were both pregnant at the same time with, with Luna and Izzy. Oh, and, uh, we actually went to Disneyland together (laughs) and that was my first time at Disneyland was with the Trubies. I'm upset (laughs) with dad. Um, I wasn't even there, (laughs) but I went to the very first, like, I don't even know what you would call it. Like it wasn't really like, I guess it was applying, but um, the first round of applications, you went to 3,600 before it was done being built out. Mm -hmm. And uh, you basically just went to the back room or what's now the back room with a group of people. And they did this kind of like experiment where they handed you this piece of paper with other like job descriptions on it. And you had to talk through and decide like, 
if the, you, if you were going to start a business, who would be what and why? And you had to defend yourself. And so in that group, I was obviously the youngest. I think I was 15 or 16 at the time. I was probably 16. So sick. Um, or, yeah, I think I was 16. And in the group, I was designated manager of like our pretend business. And when Jared asked why, I kind of just said like, I believe in other people. Like I want to work with other people and make them better than what they already are. Like I believe in people, that kind of situation. Um, and so I handed my resume in, ate some pizza and left. And I thought that was the end of it. I was like, I'm not going to get a job here. <laughs> Definitely not. Like I'm 16. They're yeah. not going to hire me. There's like, there were people who have worked in coffee before. I don't drink coffee. <laughs> Like literally I didn't drink coffee before I worked here. Yeah. Um, and so ended up hearing back from Jared and he was like, Hey, like you interviewed really well. Like we really like you, but you still go to high school. So your availability is not that good. And I also still played softball at the time. Mm -hmm. So I had practice like every day after school until five. So it was like not a viable option to hire me and it wasn't a smart thing to do. Right. And so Jared was like, talk to me later. So some months go by and um, I get this text from him around May and he's like, hey, are you still interested in working? And uh, I was like, oh my God. I replied like the fastest I've ever replied to anybody. <laughs> I was like, oh my God, yes, of course. I like, I remember going out of class when I got the text and I called Jared. And I, I was like, hi. Like, yeah, I'm still interested. <laughs> um, I'm in class right now. <laughs> um, so I worked the first, uh, I worked summer of junior year going into senior year. And then I worked throughout senior year of high school. And here we are. So I helped to open up Abbott. Nice. The so OG almighty Abbott crew. The Abbott crew. But, so uh, sick. Yeah, it's just a funny story. <laughs> <laughs> I had to leave class. I could have gotten written up and my phone taken where's, away. Where's your hall pass? <laughs> I don't have one. But I'm going to get a job. <laughs> this, is, this is what you're preparing me for. And here yeah. it is. So funny story. I had already like known that I was going to start working there over the summer. Like, I think I knew for a month before my orientation was. Um, and before, like, I actually started going to, like, the coffee class and things. And I remember sitting in the band room one day, and Madison walks by me, and she was like, hey, I'm going to go meet up with this guy named Jared, and I'm going to go talk to him about working at Cat and Cloud. And I was like, Oh, no way. That's so cool. Because me and Madison have been friends since, since uh, sixth grade mm -hmm. when she moved here. Mm -hmm. And uh, I just like vividly remember her walking across the room and being like, I'm going to go talk to this guy. And I was like, dude, good luck. How sick would that be if we worked together? Okay. And uh, uh, Fast here we forward. are. <laughs> What's up, Madison? Hey, yo. <laughs> yeah. So now we're work friends, too. Nice. Cat and Cloud, building relationships, families, friendships, and uh, coffee's all right, yeah, too, I, I guess. guess. Yeah. yeah, it's pretty sick. <laughs> <laughs> From your year and a half of being at Cat and Cloud, mm -hmm. um, obviously you've 
worked from only the summer and then throughout senior year and yeah. then from upon graduating high school and then in college and finishing your first semester what has been like the most I don't necessarily want to say inspirational, but what has been the thing that stands out to you the most where it's like, what keeps you to be here? What, why is it like, cause I know it's really hard to work and go to school <laughs> and do music yeah. and have a social life. Like mm-hmm. I get it, but what makes you like, I, I want to be here and I could go anywhere else, but what makes you want to be at this cafe? Um, I definitely think that the people who work here, they're not just like just my coworkers, they're my friends. And so like coming onto the floor at work and you're just immediately like greeted and you're like, Oh my God, Alyssa, hi, how was your morning? Like, you know, it's just such a good feeling to be like wanted somewhere. Um, so that's super cool. Um, and I mean, I would say that I'm a pretty kind of introverted person. Mm -hmm. Like I am not the kind of person who, if I get the wrong thing at restaurants, I'm not going to be like, excuse me, this is wrong. I'll be like, Oh, I guess I'm eating this now (laughs) because I don't want to make a fuss about it. Yeah. Um, but (laughs) so real. (laughs) I'm so the same way. I'm like, Oh, okay. I guess Evelyn, you're allergic to pineapples it's like <laughs> well meeting it now yeah <laughs> uh but i think that working here has made me like i wouldn't say i'm an extroverted person now but i'm not afraid to talk to people mm-hmm. like hey what's up how's your day and i think it's just made me like a kinder person overall like the way that we care about people i've kind of transferred it into my everyday life so when i see people at school i'll be like hey like how was your day and even that simple question, like, people will be taken aback. Like, oh, my God, you care about me? What? Or if I, like, am buying something somewhere, and I'll be like, hey, like, how's your day been? And they'll be like, oh, my God, what? You're asking me? Mm-hmm. And um, so I think that's something that's super rad. But I just think that this company just, you know, values growth so much. And I love that. I just feel like. I'm definitely not who I was a year and a half ago. And part of it is definitely because I work here. So. So sick. I resonate with that on so many levels. Um, right now when you were saying how like, oh, like I used to be kind of introverted and all this stuff. I feel like I could definitely see a change because just from like speaking now and like within the past, like, 30 40 minutes yeah so much confidence is in like what you're saying it's just very natural and oh. all that stuff so dude oh oh, oh. oh my god thank you <laughs> <laughs> oh my god me who little old me oh my gosh i ain't do nothing but yeah i i always really enjoy working with you too it's oh, it's a party it really is and I'm just, I always tell you every time, I'm like, man, I went to high school in the wrong town. <laughs> <laughs> or, like, I went to high school in the wrong time, because... Memes? They're at an all-time high right Dude, now. Dude, okay. Here's what you need to know about Evelyn and pretty much all of Cat and Cloud crew. 
we're super dope. <laughs> <laughs> and in case you couldn't tell. Yeah, in case you couldn't tell, but meme culture is alive and well. And I'm about it. So get about it. Totally. And one final question before we wrap up is what is one of your favorite songs that you are listening to right now? How could you ask me this? I know, right? Dude. <laughs> um, or fa- favorite musician, album. Okay, so. One thing, yeah. Everardo, a while back, was asking everybody, like, your top three albums of all time. Mm-hmm. I don't know if he asked you that. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it took me a while, but the one album that um, I always came back to was, is it Songs in the Key of Life? The the Stevie Wonder album? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm um that song just has or that album has so many good songs on it um and so i really love that but one of my favorite musicians um his name is jacob collier (laughs) and i know that i literally only talk about him (laughs) ever (laughs) he's he's on my lock screen look yep yep oh Oh, you guys are missing out he's beautiful (laughs) so (laughs) But he is like a jazz vocalist, arranger, um, multi-instrumentalist based out of London. Uh Um, And I don't know, just the way that he sees harmony and the things that he's arranging are so wild. Um, And so to be able to like hear that and then see transcriptions of it is really cool. And I like recognize that some of his songs like, aren't the most enjoyable to listen to Mm -hmm. some of them are just like listen to me i know what theory is um so like there's songs like that where it's like they're technically like incredible but like ear like sound wise they're not really that pleasant Mm -hmm. but he does have some really like nice pleasant ones Mm -hmm. so i would say he's one of my favorite musicians but he's i would say more not underground because he's not (laughs) not famous (laughs) but like the normal person wouldn't know about him versus someone who knows about Stevie wonder, like yeah, everybody ever. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I'm all about jazz music. Um, in case you couldn't tell, in case you couldn't tell. Yeah. Yeah. But totally. Um, but that doesn't mean that I don't like pop music. Like everyone automatically thinks that I hate pop music and it's like, no, like I love Ariana Grande and like Demi Lovato, like people who can actually sing. Wonderful. I don't like trap music. Like, I'm not, oh. Dude, it's so <laughs> inspiring. That's um, all I know. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I also don't like country music. That's Ooh. something that's something that Ooh. I will be very adamant about. I don't like country music. <laughs> a lot music. of people have just tuned out now. Yep. They're okay. like, nope, bye. That's, that's why I saved this for the end. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still a nice person. I promise. <laughs> it's okay. We'll give them vapor rub for the wounds. <laughs> <laughs> you just gave them. But. Spain. And now, baby girl, we got to take you to school. Oh, yeah. I have a dress rehearsal because I have a concert this Friday. Oh, yeah. Alyssa's famous, by the way. Yeah. Local legend. Ooh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Jason. <laughs> Jason. <laughs> Ooh, baby, when you talk like that. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah.
Where's this going? Exactly. <laughs> just like her. <laughs> <laughs>